Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Satan has actually laid his, his, his babies, his little eggs, in my kidneys. Oh, I can feel that they're there. And then they get this tickling up the spine because they're crawling up the spine and they're going into my head. And then these little things are coming out of my eyes and they're infecting the entire planet. The mystery of the human brain is unexplainable. Unexplainable, mate. <laughs> unexplainable. Catch right. up. Am I still alright? Am I still okay? Your sweet is enough. Let's do it. Let's have some nuts. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Hosting today is me, Beef. I've got my two compadres with me. (laughs) Where's this going? (laughs) Uh, This is Bob Shoy. This is this. You guys alright? Yeah. We're recording from a different location this evening. Yeah. We Uh, have only ever recorded one episode here before. We have. Uh, So we're in Tiss's gaff. Where we recorded the Dreams episode with Karim. Yeah. Very exciting. So we're back in the room, we're all, munching uh, on vegan sweeties. And we're all sitting on the floor like... Um, Japanese people. I was going to say monks. I was going to say hippies. Japanese yep. people, monks, or um, hippies. Mm-hmm. Works well. Um, thanks, as always, to all our listeners, to everyone who's been getting in touch with us. From what I understand, Bob previous episode was a hit yeah the one you talked about before well, it went up yesterday but yeah yeah it's been popular so far but the last couple we've had some really good feedback from haven't we yeah people are enjoying the news of the stuff we've been doing recently <laughs> uh, yeah. i was listening to tisla again and there was some good feedback from tisla episode yeah. Wasn't there? yeah yeah a lot of people like that one we um, had a couple of ideas because it was like a bit of a different one hmm. a biography episode almost just about this guy's life uh and we started having a couple more ideas for other characters which we could possibly do bio- biographical episodes for mm. in the future there's quite a lot and i'm sure we'll get on to get on to some in a later stage yeah, yeah. however today Ooh. we are looking at yeah the brain oh hello so this is interesting i did not know this was going to be the topic no it's actual the full title would would probably be the brain and its malfunctions oh okay so oh you've you've um what was it? <laughs> Stumped you. The brain, brain and its what is it? The brain and its malfunctions. Mm. And I think, from the amount of work I've put into this, that this is going to be a, a two-parter, like your oh, Warren's okay. episodes, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, so today, I'm gonna we're gonna look at 
the brain as an organ to start with, what it what it does, um, what it's capable of. I've thrown a little quiz in there for you guys to get involved in. I want to see if who comes out on top. You like doing these quizzes? I like I like, like quizzes. One of your yeah. staple things. This is not the third time you've done a quiz for me and Tiss. <laughs> I just I just quite like quizzes. I think they um, keep you guys interested. It keeps it interesting for the listeners. Keeps us both quizzy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That too. Um, so I'm going to look through the brain. We're going to try to. Is it going to see who's smarter? Uh... Is it who's smarter than a ten year old or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> that was such a shit show. It really is. Like if like is that what we're doing? No, no. Yeah. Uh, no, that show should have been called "Are You Smarter Than a Ten Year Old Who's Smarter Than You?" Hmm. Answer no. Well, it's all relative, isn't it? Well, it depends on like if if no one can answer the questions on that show, it means that at school we're teaching kids the wrong things. And the thing is, if they if the question is something the kids literally just studied in school that week, and the adult literally hasn't read about that for years, but then you put so then the kid's smarter, but then the kid might be an electrician. Send the kid in to like, fix that fuse box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. who's smart now? <laughs> Shove his face in it while it's sparking. Who's Choose me now? a mortgage rate, kid. <laughs> How's a little le- electrician joke for you? Yeah. If he gets an email from uh, some dude. Okay. <laughs> some dude. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with it. I thought you were hoping you would come up with something. It was like the scams. Like, oh, right. If they, get, if they get an email from, like, Mr. Magumbo, <laughs> yes, and it's, like, one of his relatives, one of his relatives has died. <laughs> or from a Nigerian prince. <laughs> yes, I was going to say a Nigerian queen or something. <laughs> we get so many of them to the unexplainable email address. Yeah? Really? Yeah. S- like, daily. Wow. That is, like, a hot spot for them emails. But wait, Some you, of them are hilarious. Yeah. We could be rich right now. And you're just turning... Oh, one of us genuinely away. has got... Yeah, but our email address, when you send an email, it's from Bob Beef and Tiss. So when it says, your uncle, like, who's uncle? True <laughs> <laughs> <Sure> enough. <laughs> our collective uncle. Anyway, let's, um, let's learn about this organ. So we're going to look at the brain. Then I've got a couple of um, things that we can talk about. Talking about brains. Tiss is just... Brain twatted his nut on the back of the radiator <laughs> <laughs> just seen your slippers they are the most ridiculous slippers I would I never have placed you on them never slippers. ever in my life would think you'd wear a pair of slippers like that really are <laughs> <laughs> you surprised really <laughs> this is so me <laughs> yeah I thought they were uh, what alright fine no, you in the sense that they're unpredictable like we wouldn't have thought you would wear them <laughs> Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to look at the brain, and then um, we've just got two subjects we're going to look at, uh, which are ways, I, I guess, that the brain malfunctions and causes stuff to happen. So I've got a video to start with. Uh, so let me get this set up. So it's about like the brain is a weird thing. Yeah. Hmm? Oh. Yeah, the brain is. Uh, Hopefully you guys will see by the end of this, the brain is a very intricate and complex organ, which is capable of an awful lot. So this video, I kind of need to apologise, I I trawled through to try and find the most informative video, um, and one that kind of just explains, in layman's terms, how the brain works and what it does. There's loads of stuff out there which is just really 
um, cheesy. So the video is a little bit boring. It's hard to get someone to explain exactly how the brain works in like a two minute video. Yeah. So uh, we've just got we've got a clip here. This is from the University of Bristol. Okay. Uh, It's quite a good video. We'll we'll listen to a a little bit of it. Um, You guys don't really need to see. You've been to Bristol Beef? Um, like twice. Hmm. Been to Bristol? Briefly. Past three. I really want to go back. Nice, really nice, really nice city. Yeah, I've heard that. Mm. Probably, I'm going back there next week for a rave. Uh, we've got any listeners in Bristol? Come say hi. Yeah, if we're going to listen to Bristol, I'll see you at the rave. <laughs> okay. Your brain, the most complex organ in your body, the seat of who we are, what we are, the container for our thoughts and our memories. Deep in the centre of the brain is the brainstem. This is the oldest part of the brain and has also been called the reptilian brain. It controls many essential functions such as breathing and heart rate or blood pressure. It's whether we feel hungry or thirsty. It's also the seat of our most fundamental emotions. Happiness or sadness, fear and love or hate. They all seem to reside in the brainstem. Sitting atop the brainstem is the thalamus. This is like an older version of our brain, which now acts as a gateway to the higher cortical regions. All sensory information from our bodies, whether it's sensations from the skin or a sense of touch, passes through the thalamus and is directed to the correct regions of the cortex for further processing. Surrounding the thalamus is a structure called the hippocampus. This is a crucial part of the brain. It's the seat of our spatial working memory. It lets us remember where we put those keys or how to get back home from work or school. This region has even been shown to be bigger in London cabbies after doing the knowledge. The folded outer surface of the brain It's called the cerebral cortex. Although it all looks the same, it's actually divided into different lobes that perform very different roles. The occipital lobe contains the visual cortex, and so is concerned mainly with vision. The parietal lobe is concerned with processing sensory information and integrating it with the visual information from the occipital lobe. The temporal lobe is the centre for memory and learning. It contains the hippocampus, and a number of other regions that are required for us to recognise different objects and faces, sounds and environments. The frontal lobe is probably the most important part of the brain for defining us as who we are. It's where our higher emotions and personality reside, as well as language and social behaviour, lots of the things that we think of as being human. It's our decision-making centre, and contains the motor cortex, which controls voluntary movement. At the back of the brain are the two lobes of the cerebellum, This region of the brain is a coordinating centre for movement, allowing us to move multiple sets of muscles in a coordinated fashion so that we can walk and talk, pick things up and put things down. So what are our brains made of? Muscle or bone? Well, there's none of that in the brain, even though it takes over a fifth of the calories you eat just to keep it running. Instead, your brain is made up of billions upon billions of cells, called neurons. These cells are very specialised with long extensions through which they talk to each other and form large and complex networks. These networks are the basis of how the brain does what it does. The processes are of two basic types. Dendrites receive incoming information from other neurons. Signals pass through the cell body or soma, where, if sufficient information is received, a signal is passed to the other neurons via the axon. Alright, that's enough of that. It's a complex bit of kit, isn't it? It really, really is. Um, and the thing that um, that captured me when I was looking at this stuff was that 
scientists and neurosurgeons know an awful lot about the brain, a, a lot, but they they reckon that you know it's such a complex and intricate thing. It's it's so detailed that for them to actually jot down on a piece of paper how a brain works is is incredibly difficult. Mm. So it's still a mystery to neurosurgeons how a brain actually works. So they know what makes it they they know what makes it work. They know what is required um for it to do all the things a brain does to get a person to move and talk and react and think. All those things, but it's still a mystery. They haven't got it down really yet. Um but and so we'll put that video on the blog. It's a little bit it's a little bit dull. I'm pretty sure you can hear it. it's a quite a dull video, but I wanted it to be an informative video. The rest of the videos I watched were just like how we react and what the brain does under pressure and all this kind of stuff. So okay. um one yeah. thing I always remember, which I always find interesting, um, you know Natural History Museum? Yeah. In London? Mm-hmm. There's a little bit about the human body there. Yeah. One of the sections about the human body in that mm. museum, which is really interesting. Um, but I just found that there's a really simple example of like how the brain is made up. Because when you think of the brain, you think of like this big, this big, uh, like fleshy mass, right? Yeah. But the yeah. actual outside of it is like one big sheet. Yeah. Isn't it? Like a big sheet of skin. And they, they yeah. said, and it's just crunched together, which makes it like that. It's yeah. It's like getting, they, the way they explain it in there, they have a big sheet of cardboard. Mm. Or like a card paper. And they just, yeah. and then they screw it all up. And then that's actually what your brain's like. It's like a big sheet that's been scrunched up. Yeah. The outer layer of the brain, um, or, let's have a look, it's actually, uh, the outer layer is actually called the cerebral cortex. Yes. Contains... 15 to 33 billion neurons just in that outer layer. It blows my mind that I've got that many, more than 1 billion things in my body. More than like 100 things in my body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can name them all. Yeah. Like, do you think I could name 100 things in my body? Not now. What, ne- like, for next week's episode. Give them a name. It's going to be me listing 100 things in there inside my body. What, like Bill, Bob? No, I've been mean, naming as in like trying to think of like femur. Fibula, tibula. Oh, like you naming a hundred things in my body. That's just what other people name. Yeah, no, but scientifically name. Oh, right. I wouldn't know any of that. Well, yeah, but you could vein, a vein. heart, artery. Do you, you could name a hundred things inside your body? <sighs> Definitely not. Do you, you could name fifteen billion things that are on your <laughs> um, cerebral cortex? I can. Neuron one, neuron two, hey. neuron three. Go on then. But I'm t- Keep going. <laughs> nah. Otherwise you can't do it. Don't fancy it. Don't fancy it, mate. <laughs> I don't believe he can do it. He knew before. Don't fancy it, mate. Don't, I don't want to do it. Right, okay. Um, so you could say the brain is unexplainable. There's, yeah. there's stuff, they've been studying it for decades and decades. It's an ex- it's so, so um, incredibly complicated. The cerebral cortex, so think how thin this is. That thin layer that, that goes around your brain. Keeps um, it all in. Yeah, that's it's like a carrier bag. Yeah, yeah, it's for all the goods it's inside. Absolutely, and it it plays a key role in your memory processes, paying attention to things, perception, spatial awareness, language. Uh it's only between 2 to 4 millimeters thick. It's extremely extremely thin and fragile. It's like that. And what's that the outer layer? Yeah, that's how thick it is, 2 to 3 millimeters. 2 it's to crazy, 4 millimeters. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay, and that's got all that information. That's, What's that's all, that? all in there. So that, that that's like the 
it, essentially that's just the like Bob said, it's just the carrier bag holding in all those like the frontal lobe. Even that skin of the carrier bag itself has its job. Yeah. Has information. Which is like your perception and shit. Yeah. Because within those walls are the neurons which fire all the different sort of messages around the different parts of your body. Mm. Um, I suppose as well, because it's touching like all the whole brain, it can send messages across it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But it's- there's a binding issue, isn't there? Which remember we heard from Anthony Peake that there's, if you ask neurosurgeons, the one thing they can't explain, the binding problem, which is how all the different parts of the brain communicate with each other. I've not... Can't remember. No. He did say something about that. I'll have to Google that. He said some really interesting stuff, which I've kept in my brain for a future episode as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About about the human body. Kept in your what? Kept in my um, <laughs> cerebral cortex. <laughs> no, where do you keep memories? What part of the brain do you keep memories? You can't. You can't know. It's he knows. Uh, he, knows. he studied it, mate. That is that is something I didn't study. No, he probably said it, it in that video. It's definitely not uh, memories. I'm pretty sure memories. Is I think that's all time. I think it's something. I don't really, think that's it's a discussion episode, then, isn't it? Yeah, they don't know where it is. I don't think. I think it's the same as, um, like dreaming, right? The imagination. Yeah, it's it's not. Well, the the hippocampus is. Um, do you remember at the start when they're talking about cab drivers? Mm-hmm. That's the that's your memory. Yeah, bit. that was really interesting. It's actually bigger. When, it's bigger for cab drivers. Yeah, because it's they have to remember it's, all. It's because it's actually a muscle. Yeah. So the more you exercise it, which is why cab drivers in London that well, have, have to, to memorise all to those the roads... They have to do the knowledge, don't they? They're hippocampuses. Them, how many years did it take to do the knowledge? <sighs> cab dri- if you're a cab driver in London, how many years did it take to do the knowledge? Did you pass first time? Was it hard? I'd like to know. I would. Also, whilst you're on, what time are you on till? Yeah. I've been Still busy. Chat. If you've got a cab driver in London, listen, I'd love to have a good old email chat with you. I find it really interesting. Don't you find it amazing that they do remember all that? Yeah, they have to, otherwise you're not allowed to do it in London. Isn't that mental? Yeah, I, find, I love that you have to like sit that test as well. Yeah, it's so impressive it's when you get in a car hard. when you get in a cab, yeah. and you're like, oh, they know exactly take how me to Bourbon Street, please, mate. <laughs> Where do you get that idea uh, from? Right, <laughs> mate. You see, yeah, fucking <laughs> talking of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna come on to a bit of a bit of a quiz so that we can okay. all learn a bit more about the brain together in a fun. An educational manner. Which you like to call... What's the name of your quiz, Con? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it's been a long day. I Congratulations. Am I, supposed to have a, yeah. am I supposed to have a name for it? It'd be pretty good, wouldn't it, if you're like, a little game which I like to call... Brain. Okay, How big right. is your brain or something like that? I don't know. Brain dead. Oh. Uh, I don't brain know. Dead. Brain something. Mind... Mind over matter, and <laughs> welcome to shiver brains. <laughs> right, okay, great. So I'm gonna set you guys out. They're all. It's all um, like multi um, multiple choice. Oh. So you're gonna have ABC every time, and you guys just tell me what what you think the answer is. <laughs> you say multicultural. <laughs> Did you say multicultural? Oh man, <laughs> multiple all choice. Gonna be very multicultural. <laughs> That's more of a Tiss fucking answer. Anyway. Cool, let's quiz it. Right, let's let's get it. busy with the quizzy. <laughs> and welcome to... This week's edition of OutFunk. Uh, right, so I'm going to keep a tally of who's who's got what. 
Okay. So uh, all it, um, they're just uh, it's all stuff that should be interesting to learn anyway. Okay. But the first thing, the texture of the brain mm-hmm. has been described by neurosurgeons to feel like what? Either toothpaste, tofu, or antibac hand gel. Are we just um? We just got to guess this. You just got to, know. Yeah, you you just got to guess. What what do you think makes the most right, sense okay. to you? I I know what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be tofu. No, I think tofu as well. You both think tofu. Yeah. You both get a point. I just ate tofu. I just copied gross. Gross. <laughs> I just ate so much tofu. Yeah. That is fucking gross. I had that tofu noodles when we went out on Monday. Yeah. And I was genuinely thinking, this is a bit like a brain. <laughs> it's a bit like a brain. It's delicious. You were but... thinking with your brain that yeah. this is a bit like a brain. Yeah. Very well done. Surely it would know. Yeah. Surely if consciousness is created by the brain, the brain would know all these things. It's a mystery. It's the mystery of the human brain. It's unexplainable. Unexplainable, mate. <laughs> unexplainable. Catch right. up. Car number two. Number two. How fast are neurons capable of travelling? So they, they can travel, They depending on the information they're carrying. They, right. Max and, speed. Yeah. Max speed. How fast neurons capable of travelling? 86 miles an hour. Right. 210 miles an hour. Right. Or 250 miles an hour. So I go 250. 210. You're going 210, Bob? Yeah. You're going 250? Yeah. It's 250. Oh! <laughs> Two one. How fast? Fast, isn't it? Yeah, it's fast. That's unbelievable. Especially when you consider how small a brain is. Yeah, your brain is only two percent of your body. Yeah. You wouldn't even have. That's not even a mile. It's instant, isn't it? Your that's why I thought it's instant, isn't it? <laughs> well, your brain is not even a mile. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. That's not for me. Maybe we need to get a speed check. <laughs> if you unscrunch your brain, how big is that sheet? Unscrunch. Um, do you know what? Oh, I did almost write that down today. Oh, I don't have I'd it. I'd actually mate. be interested. I'll tell you what, well, let's find out. We've got the internet. Let's that check whole it out. action is so Yeah, because gross. that's what it is. It's just the scrunch. skin of it is scrunched up. If you actually unscrunch it, it's actually less like a big square sheet. Fuck. So there's more tofu to go around. And it's like three oh. millimetres. It's like a big sheet of three millimetre thick tofu. Ooh, Ooh. All my dreams in it. Well, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> all my hopes and dreams. <laughs> oh. No, they're, they're, not, they're not stored there. It's the perception and stuff on the outside. Yeah. They can't. They can't eat my soul. Oh my, yeah, where is your soul? Is that in the brain? Well, if you had to, okay, as a concept, mm. while he's doing this, we can have a bit of a discussion. Okay. Um, if your soul was in one place on your body, yeah, where would it be? Both uh, nose. And you yeah. can answer this in well in your complete centre, yeah, dead centre. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Okay. I, I think a lot of people would be tempted to say heart. But I think that's a bit of a mushy answer. I think gut feeling. Gut and your gut. Mm. Yeah. Gut is the only thing that like feels when you're just like, oh, I'm making a big decision. Here. Yeah, if you have like a big decision, it's like, oh, well, if God. you have a big decision, you can get a, like a heart going. But then if it's a really big one, yeah. fuck the heart, it's down in your gut. Your gut is just like, oh, I got the shits. Taking it, yeah. Yeah, that's why you get the shits when you got a nervous day coming up. <laughs> it's the shit in your soul now. <laughs> Your soul was having a dump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, have you, what have you put? How big is the cortex, the cerebral cortex? Yeah, and the answer is around 250 square centimetres. That is big. It's like two metres squared. It's like two and a half metres squared, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's a big sheet. They just scrunch it up. And because it's, <laughs> it's malleable, wet... 
wet shit <laughs> tofu. <laughs> it's, um, it can scrunch small. Yeah, yeah. Plap that tofu together. Teriyaki sauce is sorted. Right, go on then. Question three. How much in percent does of blood does your brain use? 15, 20, 40 percent? 40. Okay, 40. That's a lot, isn't it? Sorry? So how much blood does your brain use? 15 percent, 20 or 40? Of what? Of your body. Of, of your, your body. body. Uh, 15%. What? Sorry, what was it again? So how much... No, and the answers. The 15, oh, right. 15, 20 or 40 percent. I don't know. I might go back on 40. That's a lot. But it does a lot. Yeah, but that's a lot. 40 percent. That's nearly half of the entire blood in your body. No, I'm going to 20. What's a fifth? 20. I'd What's a, 20. Fifth of, a fifth of... You, you're a going fifth 20. Of body. Yeah, yeah. Both right. 20, yeah. I know that 20. the body, uh, the brain uses the fifth of the body's energy. Yeah, they said in the video something like that, didn't they? Fifth calories, of I think it is. Yeah. Fifth of the calories, calories, energy. That's a lot as well, isn't it? So it's like a fifth of your blood, fifth of your calories, fifth of your... Yeah. I love that I thought I'd heard that earlier, and it wasn't. It was just the video. I just yeah, it was that video. Just... <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, I thought it was like ages ago. Guys, there's a little What's bit of knowledge I picked up one time. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've been thinking about brains recently. Got something I'll pass on to you. <laughs> Just the video that I've watched. Right, go on in. Question four. How many neurons in the brain? Oh, I know this. He said it. 100 billion. Oh, I can't remember. 80 billion or 120 billion. Oh, 120. It's 100. You're going 120. I thought it was 115. So what were the answers? 100, so 100 billion, yeah. 80 or 120. I'll go 120 as well. You're both going 120? Yeah. Both wrong. Both wrong. There's about 100 billion oh. neurons, which is oh. about the number of stars in the Milky Can I Way. Can recount? Wow. How do they know how many stars are in the Milky Way? That's just the how, do they, how do they know how many neurons are in the brain? the same brain? as the neurons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Talk to a neurosurgeon. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, Tish, you're still leading 3-2. So, no. How no. much power... Oh, yeah. oh, no, go on. Yeah, no, no, yeah, 3-2, yeah. Okay. How much power does your brain need in wattage? To power. operate, how much power does it take? If you were to take your We're brain out, to Tesla territory. Yeah, Tesla territory. How many watts? <laughs> I think Sixty watts, thirty-five watts, or twenty watts? What's a light bulb, mate? I'm gonna say thirty-five. You're going thirty-five. He's using his electrician. He's got a. He's got an advantage. Yeah. No, I'm just guessing. You're going thirty-five. <laughs> well, when you had to hook up a human body at work, what's it normally? <laughs> <laughs> what are the options? Sorry, thirty-five, sixty, or twenty. Um. I'll go 20. You're in 20? Yeah. It's three all. Tis I got it right. Own. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking it's going to have to be a low current, but 20. it's still quite a lot. So you think all the stuff a brain does, yeah. and it still only nice. uses the amount of power it would to charge an uh, average light bulb. That's pretty amazing. But that's because we've got terribly inefficient electrical equipment. And the human body is like years <laughs> like, of evolution. Yeah, exactly. To perfect itself. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Imagine if... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like our light bulbs were more efficient than our brain. Yeah. We literally out-thunk ourselves. Yeah, we out-thunk. Out-thunk. Question six. What's the name of this quiz? Out-thunk. Out-thunk. <laughs> this week's edition of Out-thunk. Oh, I like that. Say that and I'll put it at the beginning. Okay. This week's edition of Out-thunk. Nice. Awesome. I'll do a little... 
you know the music they still like the game show quiz. <laughs> Do you remember the iPod quiz? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was sweet. That was amazing. Why don't yeah. they have that anymore? It was amazing. I used to do, if I was waiting for a bus home, iPod quiz. Why don't they have that anymore? It was so good. I used to do it on your iPod because you had loads of songs. <laughs> you had so well. many songs. Question six. How long can the brain live without oxygen before it begins to die? Two to three minutes, three to four minutes, or four to six minutes? Two to three. I'm going low ball. Yeah, low ball. Both wrong. Brain can survive for up to four to six minutes without oxygen. Up to what? Four to six minutes. Four to six. Four to six. Oh, it's a 46. Oh, yeah. What? (laughs) What? I'm going to space. (laughs) (laughs) For 46 minutes. (laughs) Three quarters of an hour. Yeah, it's still worth it. Wait, so four to four to six minutes. Yeah, four to six minutes after that. So what's the score now? Three so after that, it would only begin to die. Yeah, yeah, it's three Begin also. to die, so it wouldn't actually die yet. So it was, it's not it like after six die. minutes it would just go, it would just start to shut down. Stop All the different down. parts of the brain would start to... That's why when you get someone who, like, if they if they start, if they drown, if you can't mm. get them to come around, and they it starts to Oh, drop. when they come around, they've lost functions yeah, since exactly. it started to go. Fuck. That's scary shit, isn't it? That's crazy, right? Yeah, that definitely supports my idea for consciousness being outside the brain. Oh, hey, so hello. That's what I think you're talking about. Yeah, because like your brain is like a, you know, it's just the receiver, so it's just yeah. turning off. He was talking about receives. it like um, a radio antenna. Like all consciousness is stored somewhere else in the galaxy, and all our consciousness, our body is just a vessel for our consciousness at that time. Yeah, yeah. And it transmits consciousness, and when you die, your consciousness is still existing because your yeah. consciousness hasn't died it's existing where it was in the universe mm. yeah, which yeah. is wacky but a really interesting theory yeah, absolutely. And who, wasn't there someone really famous who believed that uh, it wasn't Einstein but it was someone like real respected quite a lot of people scientist was like they like invented that theory yeah quite a lot oh. of scientists do like that theory this is Bob Shorey jumping in during the edit the person we were thinking of um, who said about the consciousness being stored elsewhere was actually our old friend Nikola Tesla. So there you go, a little bit of extra Tesla for you. Coming also, simulation West. theory is becoming really yeah, prevalent these days. Since we started that whole... <laughs> <laughs> Scientists are saying it's actually more likely than not. Yeah, I know. I read that recently as well. That's fucking nuts. Wow. That's it's nuts. more likely that we're in a simulation than we're not. There's more chance of it happening. <laughs> it's more likely. <laughs> Fuck. Good fun. Next, next question. You imagine question. if there's a real game show on telly, like they encouraged, question they encouraged seven. off-topic conversation, and they actually added to your points at the end on how interesting you could take the conversation. Like QI, yeah, yeah, yeah QI a little does. bit like it is basic QI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many miles? How many miles? This one is insane. How many miles of blood vessels I'm in your go brain? I'm going to every sentence and say, <laughs> "He's giving the game away." Oh. <laughs> is it <laughs> worst host ever worst quiz show host ever you won't believe this answer it's so high is it one two or fifty seven <laughs> I really cocked up uh, is it a hundred thousand right seventy five thousand yeah or fifty five thousand hundred hundred <laughs> <laughs> barely even barely even articulated the words I don't even know what the question is <laughs> it's <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> this is like the same pair of mind was in when we did that fucking dreams episode. Recording here makes us be so slack. It's because we're sitting on the floor. 
question eight. What was the question? Was that last well, you one? know, it's, it's 100,000. No, but what was the question? I want to know. How many miles of blood vessels in your brain? That is amazing. 100,000 miles. 100, miles. Now, that is amazing. I'm glad you repeated the question because that is nuts. 100,000? That's fucking miles away. I can't get, if someone said there's a mile. <laughs> if someone said there's one mile in your brain, I'll be like, whoa. Yeah. 100,000 miles. A blood vessel. How do they cram it in? If they pulled all them. How do they cram it in? If they pulled all them. How, how, do, they, how do they cranium? Where's, where, what's 100,000 miles away? Uh, Isn't New York only like 5,000? New York miles away? is like 3,000 miles away or something. So my brain could splat and. Touch New York. <laughs> Drop like it to New York. Run <laughs> out. <laughs> like a fruit winder. <laughs> like a fruit winder. Yeah. Uh, Vegan talk. <laughs> Vegan. <laughs> but having said that, even if it was... People don't understand. Even, even if it was 55,000 miles, that's still mental, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that is mental. So it wouldn't really matter what... That's what I mean. If you hadn't given the game away, we would have been like, can't be 100. (laughs) I can't believe I did that. This is mental. (laughs) This is the highest thing you can imagine. I've got one on the Suez Canal. Uh, What canal goes to... (laughs) 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 He tosses. Number eight. This is the same thing I have with Black Holes. It was the most serious topic, but we were in such a silly mood. Anyone who's really trying to dig deep in the science, we are bringing out the facts. We are giving the facts. We're just doing it in a silly way. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. Go on. You only use 10% of your brain. True or, so- true or false? Oh. <laughs> true or false? True or false? <laughs> true or false? True or false? Worst host. Worst quiz show host ever. What? I'm going to say... <laughs> no, I'm going to say true. 10% of your brain... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to think of that like really crazy f- statistic that people say. Uh, yeah, true. I'm both going true. I think it might even be less though. I'm going false. Fuck it. So you're going false. Yeah. I'm going true. And you're going true. Go on. Bob's right. No! It's less. It's less, isn't it? It's it's less. That's a myth. People say that's the statistic that you said when you said yeah. what's the that's it. People think oh you're only use ten percent of your brain. No, it depends. It depends. I've actually massively got, on what you're doing and who you yeah, are. Yeah, can I say my? I read somewhere about this, Go and they it. were like, you, "You might have researched. You might be able to tell me if I'm wrong." People say, "Oh, you only use ten percent of your brain," but they never say like that could be ten percent from this side, and another time it's ten percent from this side. So you're not actually only using ten percent of your brain. You're only using ten percent at any one time. How much are you using right now? <laughs> not <One>. much. <laughs> not not point ten. <laughs> Three percent. I'm using fifty thousand miles of neurons. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> so, yeah, that completes the. So, if someone calls someone quiz. a halfwit, it's actually quite. Um, it's like they're using fifty percent of their brain, so they're actually quite clever. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Or maybe if wit is the point percent, and you say half that, it's like. Oh. Let's roll on the game. You're listening to Half Wits. <laughs> Every, loads of different examples. Of half Wits. What did we decide for in the end? Wasn't it unthinkable? Uh, unfunk. 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 Quiz or something. <laughs> People get me fucked with that at the beginning. It just says, you know, you're listening to Unfunk. Without the context of afterwards, it's actually a shit name. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally Unfunk. I don't get it. <laughs> like, what's I'm still going to put it at the beginning. I don't think and people have to understand what we mean when it goes. 
Well, this explanation at the end yeah. will be like, oh. yeah, I'll leave this in. This so I have to uh, leave. How... It in. All right, um, let's move on. What was the what was the score of the quiz? Um, do you think to look? Pretty sure Bob won. I didn't get one right. Uh, no, actually, it ends a tie. So there is there is what, a final. Including that last question. Including that last question. So there is there is a final a final question. This is Bob Troy just jumping in again with a couple of things. Um, as you can hear, we're in a, uh, a bit of a strange mood. We recorded this. And we won. Um, it was actually 5-4 to me at this point. We all thought it was a draw, but it wasn't. So we got this bonus question anyway coming up. But yeah, just letting you all know that I won. Um, also, the the bit we're talking about at the end where we'd forgot the name of the show that we'd made up and we're all thinking it's called Unthunk and not, I'm wondering why we ever thought that was a good idea. It was actually outthunk if you heard the beginning, so yeah, we our memory was all over the place at this point. But if you stick around, we are going to get way more in depth for the second half of this episode. Enjoy. Uh, this is this is a little bit different to the ones we've just been looking at. How many areas of your brain? So we looked at the frontal lobe, you know those areas. How many areas of your brain mm. need to be active at the same time in order for you to laugh? Ooh, is it two? Three or five. How many of the frontal lobes have to be? No, how many oh, yeah, different areas, areas just of all the different areas of your brain? Oh. How many of them need to be active at the same time in order for you to laugh? I'd mm. say the most. What did you say? I said two, three, or five. I'm thinking five. Five. I'm thinking you got to have your muscles, the muscle movement one. Mm-hmm. You got to have the perception of what is making you laugh one, and you've got to have uh, one more. For endorphins, yeah, something like that, like the actual emotion. I said, I'm gonna go for three. You're gonna go for three, yeah. This wins, fuck it. Just jumping in one more time, um, to note that it seems after the bonus question and the mess up with the score before it, the whole thing actually did end in a draw after all. So, um, that's anticlimactic. Five areas of your brain have to be active at the same time that's why when people say oh laughing is like a simple thing that we do yeah yeah that's why it's so good for you but also it's not is laughing is a really that's why laughing feels like it feels natural but actually it is a very unnatural thing for your body to do yeah that's why it's and it opens up to make your brain get a bit of a workout (laughs) (laughs) but when someone like falls over or something it's totally natural to laugh (laughs) it's like I'm going to equate it to like coughing when you're trying to smoke pot it opens up all your uh, lungs more so you actually get more stoned yeah it's actually good to cough if you if you go and cough (coughs) you get really stoned it's actually way better Mm. for trying to get high because it will open up areas of your lungs that wouldn't normally be open they're like forced to go because from the cough and you actually get way more of an effect oh so it's not actually a bad thing to cough and smoke pot. Interesting. Mm. Pot. There we go. <laughs> I don't know why I went to pot. But it's dope. <laughs> dope was my second choice. Dope I stopped myself from saying dope to say pot. <laughs> dope and pot are like what the are American... What you supposed to say then? Uh, weed. Sticky, right. Real weed, sticky icky. Dank. <laughs> marijuana. Fucking... The real sticky icky. Grass. I did... Uh, I taught a class yesterday on legalising marijuana. Grass on grass. Well, you're teaching them to legalise it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> just, don't know, just were you given the pros and cons, or what, what, were you on? Yeah, yeah. We we watched. Uh, oh, okay. We watched a a debate in the House of Commons mm. from the Lib Dems earlier this year, and there I haven't got round to watching the the actual. You know, when they take a bill and it has to be debated, 
I haven't watched the full blown debate yet. What were the Dems? What side were they for? Oh, that was when, the Lib Dems are for legalizing. Yeah, that's what it. I thought. That was when we signed. I signed the petition for the marijuana, right? Uh, that's no, what I don't we were know. talking about. Yeah, there was a petition that I signed. I think I remember which went this being to in the, the news. Yeah. Gov, which went to the YouGov poll and it got like loads of signatures and it went to a. It's still ongoing. The Commons thing, but it was like yeah. totally empty. The it's, it's still going on. Empty. They fought, they recently. Uh, acknowledge that cannabis has medicinal purposes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there's a really good. Like there's a really good series, yeah. really good documentary on BBC about people medicating. Uh, there's like a guy who had um, MS mm. and a few other like things like to do with muscle, mm. muscular dystrophy and stuff like like they find like chronic Parkinson's. Like, really good yeah, yeah. Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really good medicinal um, avenues they can go down with. It. That was the that was the main thing. That's I've the main their main argument. Well. Was uh, even when you buy online, you don't you don't really know what you're buying. You don't know how much you're like. You can have a good idea, but you're not. It's not regulated enough for you to have a good handle on it. So if it was regulated properly over here, then it'd be way better, yeah. way better is the phrase he used. <laughs> so that's the brain. That, right, that's okay. that's our little sort of look. I hope you guys found that interesting. So that's the dope. I hope you guys found that interesting and informative. So we're now going to come on to schizophrenia. Oh, okay. This is something I wanted to look at. I've been wanting to look at schizophrenia for a long time because mm. I think it's something that's really, really misunderstood. And so I I started to look into it. And as I was looking into it, I was thinking, actually, for us to understand this, we need to kind of understand the brain a bit more. We need to maybe look into that. So that's why I started off by looking at the brain. And so we're going to start looking at what I would call like malfunctions. So ways that the brain doesn't function in the way that it's expected to. So I've got a video, but first of all, you guys tell me what you know about schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is when you hear voices in your head, right? That's one. One of the things. That's one. That's what I know. I've listened to, I don't know if you were going to play one of these, but I've listened to one of them examples they've, they put together where it's like, this is what it's like when you have schizophrenia. You've listened to one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Are you, are you going to play one? Um, I've got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've listened to one before. What did you think? With headphones on, and it's pretty horrible. Yeah, it's like horrible. I had, I had to... Um, I was actually listening to another podcast. Um, this was quite a while ago, and they were talking about um, schizophrenia on it a little bit. This is about two years ago, I think. Um, I was on a bike ride. And I, I remember when they were playing that, I was like, this is pretty horrible. And I, I actually... I didn't stop listening, but I did pull my bike over and just pull my headphones away from my ear a little bit because it was a bit much... Um, yeah, because it's quite especially when you've got your headphones on. Like, most mm. people listening to this will be listening to the headphones. That it's quite intense. Yeah, yeah, and it's just people like constantly putting you down and shit. In yeah, your ears. Um, yeah. I I um I played one today mm. whilst I was trying to work. Um, and I, it was only it was only three minutes long mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, and I I, I had my noise cancelling headphones on, so I put them on and mm-hmm. and put the volume up mm-hmm. as not like. Not through the roof, but it was pretty loud, uh, and I couldn't. It was like a minute, like yeah, less than a, a minute, much, and, and I was like, "No, it. I can't. I yeah, yeah. can't do this." So I was going to play this video a bit later, uh, but I'm, I'll play it now. Now we've got onto this. This is Anderson Cooper from CNN. Uh, so he uh, tries a schizophrenia simulator. They're called. Right, so okay. that it's he's got headphones, and he was tasked to spend a whole day with them in his ears oh. to do stuff. I thought it was like, see see if he could last like five minutes or something. A day? Yeah, a day. Right, okay. This is interesting. I'm interested. So, uh, we're going to we're gonna give this a go. So I'm going to put these earphones in and they're going to try to do a, a series of tests. Don't. 
Okay, so I'm now hearing sort of whispers and, and voices in my head, and uh, the first test is uh, on some number puzzles. Listen, you suck, and they know it. Can't you get this right? Okay, uh, so I did this test for three minutes, and I did not get a single one. It's very hard to, uh, it's hard to concentrate when, if it's like music or something constant, it's easy, but people talking to you is very difficult. So now I'm going to be asked a, a series of questions by uh, our producer, Susan, um, and these are basically a series of questions that a person would be asked in, they were being admitted to a hospital. Can you tell me what day it is? Uh, yeah, it's um, Sunday, um, June, uh, I don't know, what's the date, 7th? So I'm going to say five numbers, okay. and I want you to repeat them back to me after I'm done. Okay. You're okay. Five, 23, 67, 2, 76. Five, I'm going to say five words. Um, you don't have to repeat them, but just listen to them. Cat, book, cigar, damage, and rain. Make you okay. Can you name the last four presidents of the United States? Okay, for you to be Barack Obama, George Bush, Bill Clinton, and George Bush. So those five words I said before, can you remember any of them? No. It's hard when, because sometimes voices are like whispering, uh, and sometimes they're aggressive, and sometimes they're kind of comforting. And but again, with people kind of talking to you all the time, it's it's okay. It's hard. Don't worry. Now or later. So I'm gonna try to make a boat of origami following these instructions. Hey, it'll be okay. Near, near, get near. I want to talk back to the voices now, but it's very, it's really distracting. Don't. So. Do not do it. Do not touch that stuff. Eyes down. You suck. What are you looking at? This is easy. You want to touch that? I can't do this. Hand down. Keep your eyes down. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Filthy mind, leave it alone. It's also frustrating because they're telling me I can't do it, and uh, so I didn't do a very good job with the boat. Um, but it just—it's really hard to—it's hard to focus when kind of people are whispering to you and, and talking to you. Just come clear. Come near to me. Help. It's really, it's incredibly distracting on the street to have somebody talk in your head and, and it makes you feel completely isolated from everyone else around you and you don't want to engage in conversation with other people, you kind of find yourself wanting to engage in conversation with a voice in your head because they're constantly being really negative and talking to you and, and everything they're saying relates to things that you're actually doing, they're criticizing things you're doing, it's like every, somebody's... It's like you have a chorus watching you and commenting on what you're doing, and you ha can't help it. I mean, I literally find myself wanting to kind of respond to them, kind of tell them to be quiet, and it's uh, it's incredibly unpleasant. This is a very, very unpleasant experiment. Um, 
it's really, uh, I mean, it's eye-opening because it kind of really shows you what it's, what other people must be going through who, who deal with this on a regular basis. Um, but also, like, I cannot wait to take these headphones off because it's, uh, it's really depressing. It's very, uh, it's very negative. It makes you feel very, very negative. Um, yeah, it's, it's very creepy. I want it to stop. So that's Anderson Cooper struggling to cope. I must admit, when I was watching it, I mean, I only did like three minutes today, mm-hmm. and it is just—it's unbelievable. Uh, and and it, I, I looked at a few because I thought I, I wanted to get a feel for for what the majority and most of them are very very similar. Yeah, most of the simulators are extremely similar. It's yeah. all. Some things are quiet, some things are really loud, some things are sudden, some things are like disturbing. Um, there's one where the voice was, there's one which we'll put on the blog, which is like the voices are quite, quite like demonic sounding. Yeah, what, what, what does that, what are your thoughts? Do they know like the cause of it? This is exactly why I wanted to talk about this because the exact cause of schizophrenia are completely unknown. Right. Totally, totally, like no one can explain why. And can it come on in? And can, could I, could you just become a schizophrenic? Well, they are trying to figure out instead of looking at the causes of schizophrenia, which they don't know. They don't understand why. Must they? Doctors don't know why this happens. Uh, all they know is it's 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 a psychotic illness, which is incre- like your chances are increased depending on your genetic coding. So that's all they know really is that it's it's the do of your genetics. Um, it's also to do with poor brain development and growth. So if you've suffered a br- like a trauma to the brain, right. um, sometimes though it's just a chemical imbalance. The two chemicals that would be imbalanced are dopamine and serotonin. If they're imbalanced, that can cause schizophrenia. It's triggered by so it's triggered also by traumatic stress. So if you lose a job or a bereavement in yeah, the family, that's what I always thought it was. It was like it's almost like depression gone. Um, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to just be as vague as like extreme depression. No, but it's like your brain's oppressing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and it's. I think it's. Um, yeah, that, that's what I mean. There's so many different factors that they're not. The doctors are not too aware of what what so it what is. It's an, an imbalance of dopamine and serotonin. Yeah, serotonin is dreams and stuff, isn't it? Yes, imagination. Yeah, yeah. And dopamine. Tish, you're not dopaminist. Dopamine is like. I don't know, it's like a chemical that makes you happy, isn't it? Yeah, it's the happiness one, that's it. Yeah. Serotonin and dopamine. So they can... So schizophrenics can have... Schizophrenics can have pleasant um, side effects. Really? Yeah. Go on. In the same way that you could... Okay, so if we go through the symptoms now. So you you told me, Bob, um, auditory hallucinations. That's what they're called. So hearing voices is auditory hallucinations. Mm -hmm. You can also have visual hallucinations. Right. It's in much the same way that you would from from being in a drug state that you would see something unpleasant. You could also see something wonderful. So it depends, but it's not the same for every person. It's completely different. So one day you might have a pleasant hallucination. Tomorrow you might end up having something horrendous and horrific, okay. which is why if you ask the schizophrenic, they're still going to say, uh, on the whole, it's an unpleasant experience. Well, yeah, I'd rather be living in the real world <laughs> yeah. than like, well, it might be nice next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hallucinations, can you guys think of any other symptoms of schizophrenia? 
Um, I didn't even know that they hallucinated, to be honest. I thought yeah, it was... Yeah, it's what I mean. It's really understated. People don't really understand. And I didn't until I'd looked at all of this. Um, um, schizophrenic, can they have, like... Uh, this might be something completely different, but I didn't know if sometimes it can be a side effect of schizophrenia. Uh, where you have, like, a split personality disorder. Is that nothing to... That's just sometimes... Um, we'll we'll come on to that in a sec. There's another right, video okay. that we can watch which explains the split personality thing yeah, really, really well. That's a different thing, though, right? That's something slightly different. Yeah. The name, the, the word schizophrenia... No, I'll just leave it to the video. Um, so we'll explain that in a moment. Tiss, have you got any um, any ideas? Any other symptoms you can think of? No? Is, does it affect any of your other senses? So you're seeing hallucinations, you're hearing hallucinations, are you getting, like, phantom smells? Uh, not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. Why are you laughing at that, you? Phantom <laughs> I'm always getting phantom smells. Yeah, yeah we, we know your phantom. <laughs> we know your so phantom, phantom smells, mate. <laughs> you know where they come from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yours are not phantom. It's not like a ghost. <laughs> it's like, you know it. Uh, delusions. So, right, okay. as a result of maybe hearing, uh, like, the auditory hallucinations, um, or... Because sometimes another thing that can happen, um, I was watching an interview of a lady and she says that she'll be watching TV and the person on TV will stop and stop and talk to her and tell her stuff about herself. Right. So it'll just be like the news or something and the news reporter stops reporting the news and talks to her. So she becomes deluded. She gets to this point where she's convinced what they're telling her is true. Um, so they get confused, like confusion is another big thing. Uh, yeah, I would say the confusion thing has got to be linked to the voices. Yeah, yeah. Because it's throwing you out all the time. Yeah, that's not like a surprise. <laughs> or can you have, have the confusion thing without hearing the voices? Do you get some effects on all of them or is that like you get it all? Uh, no, I don't think it's that you get it all. I think it depends on the severity of right, okay. of the imbalance in your brain or whatever What does whatever schizophrenia actually mean? So that's, that's in the video, isn't it's it? It's in okay, the video, I'll yeah. Wait, wait. I, will, I will play the video in a sec. Um, but at the bit. All, all of this can result in losing in- interest and motivation in your life. Your relationships are affected. Yeah. You lose interest in sex. Oh, um, that's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Not wanting to leave the house. Sleeping patterns are completely changed. So it does overtake your entire life. Uh, so we'll, we'll watch this video now. And this kind of just gives a, a better overview, really. Okay. Million Americans and nearly 25 million people worldwide suffer from schizophrenia. The World Health Organization ranks schizophrenia among the top 10 most debilitating diseases. 30% of people diagnosed with schizophrenia try to commit suicide, and 10% succeed. Schizophrenia is considered perhaps one of the most serious of psychiatric disorders, in part because it's related to a lot of symptoms that people normally think of when they think of serious mental illness. The term schizophrenia comes from the Greek words schism, which means to split, and phren, which means mind. A common misinterpretation is that people with this disease have a split personality, but the name actually refers to a split in perception between the real world and a fantasy world of paranoid delusions. Many persons with schizophrenia have hallucinations. That means that they hear voices, Usually the voices tell the patients things that are terrifying or not nice about the patient himself. And they may not recognize that the voices are not real either. 
The symptoms of schizophrenia may be sudden, appearing within days or weeks, or they may develop slowly. Common symptoms include deep paranoia, visual and auditory hallucinations, illogical thinking, and flat emotional responses to situations. People experiencing these symptoms are often unaware they need medical attention. If any of these symptoms sound familiar to you or someone you know, it's important to seek help right away. Without proper treatment, schizophrenia can take a tremendous toll on a person's life. Many people can't work, are unable to care for themselves, and have few or no personal relationships. There's a well-known phenomenon known as downward drift that affects people with schizophrenia, and this involves the progressive loss of uh, relationships and functioning. So people with schizophrenia do very often lose ties with their family, become more isolated. Schizophrenia affects men and women of every age, race, and economic class. It usually begins in men during their teens and 20s, and in women during their 20s and early 30s. In rare cases, it even affects children. Historically, schizophrenia was thought of as a young adulthood, um, so it wouldn't fit the diagnosis to think children have it. Now there's childhood schizophrenia. While researchers haven't identified a single cause of schizophrenia, they do know that several factors can contribute to the development of the disease. These include brain abnormalities and family history. 10% of those who suffer from schizophrenia have a parent or sibling who has also been diagnosed with the disease. When you do population studies, you find that relatives of people with schizophrenia are, able, are likely to have that disorder at a greater rate. Um, so if there's family built in schizophrenia, it probably indicates genetics. couple of things in that. Go on. Um, I'm actually surprised. It said um, the percentage it gave, in you know, 30%, I think it was 30% of people who have schizophrenia attempt suicide mm. and 10% succeed. Yeah. I actually thought it'd be higher because I, it seems a pretty awful thing to be living with. Mm. Yeah, to be going with, with that like every single day, yeah. And, um, um, and the other thing that I found interesting was the um, schizophrenia means basically like broken mind or split mind or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I never even thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, schism was the word it came from, which basically is where the word schism comes from. Yeah, or schism or... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, that makes complete sense to me now. Yeah. I like, li I love hearing the origins of words. I find it really interesting. Yeah, definitely. So that, that fascinated me. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it's just really interesting. And, and I sort of, the more I look into this, the more I realise they really don't know anywhere in, like, near enough to understand it completely um, and to really diagnose it properly. Um, obviously, people do end up on medication, but I, it doesn't seem to be that it's medicated as well as it could be if they knew more about it. Mm. Tis, what, what are you thinking? What's... What about schizophrenia? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being able to live with that for long. <laughs> no, no. Just having, like, anxiety and depression in the past. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I'm pretty sure everyone at some point in their life has... Where's that come from? Is this you trying to make us see if we can continue concentrating with this running? Yeah, keep going. Okay. I was going to say, like... Um, I don't know what you Jump was. Now. It's actually really hard to concentrate already with that going on there. Do it. Um, I'm actually genuinely losing my train of thought. 
What I should say is, uh, even when everyone, when you've, <laughs> when you've experienced depression of a certain degree in the past, I think everyone's experienced it to one degree or another. Um, that's pretty bad enough. Yeah. Um, so to have this shit going on like all the time yeah. is like a whole other level, which I can't even imagine. I got it out. I got what I was trying to say out. I don't actually find it that hard to to communicate to. But oh, you weren't talking. Well, Do you want to try it? Let's try it. Well, have you got a point that you're trying to make? I don't know. Because I was trying to make a point and I like, already decided in my head what I was trying to say and I was trying to... Okay. Corporate coffee futures and professional design future concept for professional living and functional money to be independent and well-stimulated. I just imagine like walking down the road and like just being like really annoyed with all these voices like the ones telling you to cross the road and then you'd cross the road and they'd be like stupid and you'd be like oh, so annoying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to work and concentrate on your work and just Investment, couldn't. I'd have to have music on all the time to drown it out. Yeah, something that could really just push through it, like drum and bass or something. And that was a minute. <laughs> that was only a minute and twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible, right? Yeah. I, I just can't. I can't imagine if you go online. There's actually there's um they try to give you like auditory stuff as well, so they show you what it would look like um as well. And to think, like, the auditory stuff is one, mm-hmm. but Anderson Cooper, so in that video, he's only having to focus on that. Imagine, like, seeing things as well. So imagine if, like, you're watching TV and the news reports so that's talking to you, and it's their voice that's telling you you're worthless, you're stupid, and right, showing. Like, right, imagine okay. that. Like, that's double. I wonder what um, what's going on chemically. Well, this is what they don't, they don't really know. The of the dopamine and serotonin. No, like, your happiness levels, like... How how oh, you see. feel about the because like yeah when you get the voices it's one thing having the voices in your head but it's another thing having that and plus having like an anxiety come on because of it or like feeling like really anxious and the voices mm. you know? yeah it's it seems to me like a minefield yeah because once or a mind it's just, just gonna get worse and worse you're gonna have like a spiral a downward spiral a hundred percent just go on a fucking drug spree if I got schizophrenia <laughs> right. Brace yourselves. So, but drug abuse so can, no can make it worse. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, eventually I'd just kill myself, but like, I couldn't. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, though, right? they said only 10% of people kill themselves, right? Succeed. Well, 10% of those 30% that yeah, try. 30% so that try. That's a third of people succeed in doing it, I suppose. No, 30% try, 10% succeed. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, I sorry. I would succeed. I would succeed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would, I would succeed. Fair enough. Right, okay. After having lots of drugs. Strange brag. Try and... <laughs> no, because... <Yeah. laughs> I could if imagine. I tried to kill myself, I would imagine do it. Imagine if the rest of your life was just over. Like, Is there a way out of schizophrenia? Can you get through it? Uh, it can... Everything it... I want to do in this existence re- relies on me not having schizophrenia. Right. So as soon as I get it, I'll just be like, well... well but you might be able to power for through it. Power through and do what? Yeah, but like, get rid of it. The only way I'd get rid of it is by taking loads of mushrooms or something. So I'll just do that. Can you imagine trying to listen to a podcast when you've got other voices trying to talk to you as well? You wouldn't know what the podcast was. Yeah. <laughs> what the fucking voice You're trying to listen to a podcast. You'd be like, oh, I heard a wicked thing on the podcast earlier. I'd be like, that didn't happen. <laughs> they said I was useless. <laughs> <laughs> they said I was a c- <laughs> <laughs> They told me to kill myself. To answer your question, you it's as you do, as you take your medication. Right. Um, as you you can, it's the same as as other things. If if you're overweight, you would work to get rid of it. Like right. You, 
Um, this is obviously oversimplifying it, but you, there are ways that you can reduce it. Right. Um, I'm going to show you a quick an, one last video uh, from a lady who, an artist who's a schizophrenic. Okay. And she explains how she deals with it. So, like you, you talking about, you know, you, do they have like an outlet? Um, well, this this lady does, and I thought this was a pretty pretty cool way of of dealing with it. Okay. Sometimes it's a huge urgency. It's a bit compulsive, and I need to get you know some kind of thing down. I need to get it out of my head. When I you know first heard the word the word and the diagnosis, and I thought, oh, gosh, that's 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 me. Sounds like in a way, I, I was completely utterly devastated. It was I was very 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 low, and um, felt like life had just ended in a way and um but one of the things i had been doing in hospital was was you know this this drawing taking stuff that happens in my head out there onto paper or or into you know sculpture and things like that and i think it's it's a complete act of dispossession just that's all i've got left in the way empty this crap just get it out of my head get it out there and, you know, and leave me alone. Just, you know. One of the difficulties in understanding any psychiatric illness, let alone schizophrenia, is that you're largely reliant on the person's subjective description of their experiences. So Sue's very articulate. So you can actually get all of those experiences from her. And the artwork that she has is an exquisite way of presenting her experience of the illness which is unusually clear. So in a way, she's trying to understand her illness and try and express it in a way which is visually comprehensible. And in the same way, we're trying to understand the psychotic experience, approaching that from perhaps a brain imaging angle where we're trying to present picturally what's happening or what the dysfunction is in the brain during that psychotic process. So, well, for instance, this one, I, I mean, I, you can tell that I'm, I'm fairly distressed. Um, and I've I've started thinking in German. That's Devil Command, and those are little eggs. When I'm in this particular state, then what I'm experiencing is um, Satan has actually laid his 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 babies, his little eggs, in my kidneys. And I can feel them. I get somatic. You know, I can feel that they're there. And then they get this tickling up the spine because they're crawling up the spine and they're going into my head. And then they're, these little things are coming out of my eyes and they're infecting the entire planet. Yeah, and these are the little eggs. But as so, these can, are, so these are little eggs. What about these things here? Well, there's yeah. little, they're little eggs too. As well. Okay. Yeah, and there's the kidney. There's the kidney there. What, what, what's going on in my head and what, what, I, what I, I can see, as it were, and it... This is just a big gap between what I put down on paper and what's going on, and it'd be really nice if I could get some sort of snapshot in the head. Okay, so I think that's a good... But the snapshot is, idea is quite nice. So with using the kind of fMRI technology, so what we do is we take patients with schizophrenia who are prone to hearing voices, having auditory hallucinations, we put them inside the functional MRI machine, and we can look to see what is the brain activity which is correlated with the experience when they're having hallucinations against periods of time when they don't have hallucinations. One of the experiences that people have is that they hear, say, for example, voices, mm-hmm. and I just wondered yeah. whether that was an experience that you'd also shared. Yeah, well, well, I get them, but I wouldn't say... It's more like I'm a telephone exchange, so I can hear 
various conversations, uh, and there's a particular set of conversations which the two people are having a telephone conversation, mm-hmm. and I'm intercepting it, and they're telling, telling, they're saying just I don't even want to repeat what they're saying. Uh, so, but then bad things, very very bad things. things, rude, revolting. Just oh, okay. you, you don't want to. Oh, okay. Let's not go there. So that's Sue's experience with schizophrenia. Yeah, it's pretty. It's grim, right? Scary. Yeah. Uh, her description of like what it was like was actually really creepy. I thought. Yeah, like Satan L- laying, laying eggs, eggs and in her kidneys and that creeping up her spine, and that, I found that really creepy. But loads of loads of people. This is why this is such a huge subject. There's so many people describe having demonic, mm. almost like demonic activity. It, it is like that, isn't it? Because it's yeah. it's almost. When we talked about the possession episode, mm. um, you know, here there's some people who say they were possessed hear voices compelling them to do certain things. Yeah, and it's almost like a similar thing. So you can really see the similarities. Mm. Well, ten or twenty years ago, if you go into if you'd go into quite like, like an evangelical church in America, mm-hmm. they would have tried to cast demons out of people for, yeah, it, for it because yeah. they wouldn't understand. Like now, we understand mental health a lot more. Uh, we're still way a, a big distance away from understanding it. Yeah, fully. like in twenty years' time, the way we look at it now, they think. We're yeah, involved. exactly. But um, yeah, that's really scary. But I really, I thought like how, such respect for her for the way that she deals with it. Yeah, like as an good. artist, that's so. it, that's what I mean by what I was saying to Tiss earlier about pushing through it. She's found a way. She's got this thing. She's living with it. Mm. She's found a way as an outlet. To, there's no way to deal with it. But to find a way to deal with it in a, in a in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's the only thing you can do, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think work with what you got. Yeah, and and like I say, hats off to a, like obviously um, people that would try to take their lives. Is, mm. I totally understand how horrendous it must be to live with it. I but uh, amazing amount of respect. For her to to just push on and mm-hmm. like, well, this is my life. I may as well just mm-hmm. deal with it and push on. Like, that's amazing. I don't think I'd have the strength to do that. I don't know if like we were struggling just then. With yeah, yeah. Like a minute. Yeah. Of the noise, and that's just one symptom. Well done, Sue. <laughs> Super job. Wee. Hey. Uh, I don't know whether to stop. I've got one more thing, but I, I I'm conscious of it will take too long. One rushing it. Yeah. To well, it taking too long. You... I might, because um, I don't, I don't want to rush no. what I've got. No, no, no. Um, one thing, the last thing actually that I'll quickly talk about for just like a minute before we wrap up. Uh, so there's just a couple of misconceptions. So I'm on the NHS website. There's just a couple of misconceptions that uh, about schizophrenia that I think would be good to address. You know, this is something that really. You know, realistically, you know, we've got a lot of listeners. There could be some of you out there who perhaps deal with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. There might be people in your family that deal with it. And so, you know, we this is why I thought it was important to address it at some point because because a, a lot of this is I, I learned for myself how pretty much over it? the last you know, couple of days. Not how common? I don't I don't know. I think it's quite difficult to to understand because some people would probably if they have mild yeah, yeah. Symptoms they might not ever go. Yeah, where's the line between like depression? Because we, I don't know about you, but do you have? Do you guys sometimes have like a thought that just comes into your head, and it's like you could be thinking about 
anything and then a thought comes into your head that's got nothing to do with what you and you're like where did that come from do you my my brain's pretty scary anyway inside yeah sometimes like, it's pretty, just all pretty crazy like yeah. um it it doesn't uh, this sounds like it's schizophrenia i was going to say my brain doesn't shut up like at all always like, yeah. i find it hard to sleep if i'm laying in bed it's always like it doesn't stop ticking my brain um and that is something i don't want to go as dramatic as say it's like troubled me in the past but definitely um i don't know if i've if i've gone through periods where i've felt very down and depressed and everything um i can get very lost in my own head yeah um, yeah almost to the point yeah almost kind of, i think i was on the psychedelic episode i talked a little bit about this as well yeah um, so it might be quite hard to diagnose it if people don't... Yeah. It's like I mean, he was saying cough? in the video, if it's really that, hard to diagnose it because yeah. people are so subjective with what they tell us. If I, if I, if when I'm feeling that in an extreme way, if I then explained that to a doctor, he could say, oh, that sounds like mild schizophrenia. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I know exactly. it's not. I know I haven't got schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, where, where's the line? Mm. It, it's, it's tricky. Um... But, uh, so we mentioned, well, you mentioned split personality earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's very, very rarely is the case where someone would be acting perfectly normal one minute and then very irrationally the next. It's not, that's not the way it works. And um, the second thing is violent behavior. People seem to have this idea for some reason that schizophrenics are violent. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to a lot of information I've, I've studied over the last couple of days, there's nothing to suggest that's true. It's it's extremely rare. It does happen. The but only it's... thing I could imagine is if it's like you got a constant voices all the time. You might just lash out. Like yeah, you've had enough. But yeah. If anything, then voices seem more to me like they can. Like I said before, like press you, make you feel more and more like down, secluded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than lash out, you're actually going to become more insular. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. I want to come on to some stuff next week. I, I, I don't want to rush the stuff I've got. I want to talk more about some of the other um, sort of mental health yeah. issues. So I want to look a little bit at like bipolar and some mm-hmm. of the other things. Um, I'd like to look at... I would like to look at multiple personality yeah, disorders, yeah, sure. split personality, because it is out there. Like, like we said before, like when I did the ocean and when I did the Warrens, yeah. um, it's opened the can of worms. Yeah. And you think, oh, I'll just talk about the brain, and then it's like, actually, there's a lot I to do discuss. want to come back to... Another thing I want to come back to um, is narcolepsy. Right, okay. I'd love to talk about narcolepsy. I was going to say, what, Warren, you glad you did that episode. <laughs> you did that at the end of that episode. That's, that's, you said the sign-off was Warren. Tiss, have, you haven't, Tiss, hasn't, <laughs> Tiss hasn't said anything for about 20 minutes and just pipes up with that because again. Because I mentioned the Warrens. <laughs> oh, schizophrenia is fucking weird. It's really weird. It is, it is really it is weird. I've got not a lot to say about it apart from I would kill myself if I had it. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know what I'd do, but I just know that in you know if I got it now, yeah. I can imagine sure. you would be covered in tattoos, like you just tattoo it all over yourself, for like. Oh, he's got no room left, does he? All right, <laughs> right, let's sign it off. I've uh, I've wrapped up. Cool. Do you want to do some outro stuff, and then I'll I'll cool. come off in my one line. Outro the shout. Um, before I get on the outro, we've got the campfire coming up uh, in a few weekends' time. Now I think we're gonna have two more episodes after this before it happens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have got a location now. So all everything's concrete. Everything's everything's ready to go. Twenty ninth of this month, uh, 
at the moment it's looking like there's going to be about 13, 14 of us, um, which is great. You've actually already awesome. more than I thought was going to be there. So any more want to come, that's great. Um, it should be a fun night of drinking and telling spooky stories. And if it rains, we'll find something else to do. But it's all, we've got it all, all uh, under control. So email me any information about uh, if you want it. The event is on the Facebook group. The email is unexplainableuk at mail.com. And that's where you contact us for anything at all. Uh, your suggestions and praise and hate. And you want to know more about the campfire. And the Facebook group where the page is for the event. And if, and just to add us on Facebook is facebook.com slash weirdtales and the unexplainable. The companion blog. With all these videos that Booth's been playing us and uh, other information related to each episode is weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.blogspot.com and you can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Bob Shoy, at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. Beef is... At Martin One Luke. And Tiss is... At Tissy Baby. There we go. (laughs) And that's all the outro stuff, isn't it? I think we're done. I think we're done. Okay. So until next time, mind how you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> you grumbling about that, I thought that was alright. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, at least he actually thought one this time. He used his brain. Yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 